keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Welcome, everybody, to Total F and Marks. I'm your host, the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. We are here with our first of a series, hopefully, if you guys like it, called The Unwatchables. The most unwatchable matches, or maybe perversely watchable, depending on your palate, in professional wrestling history. My guest today, she's hilarious, uh... You're going to be able to see her on The Colbert Show real soon. Um, Sam Ruddy. Hello. Thank you for doing this. Happy to be here. Background information on Sam. Sam, how much do you know about wrestling? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Sam is coming into this with fresh eyes. uh, And I'm going to ruin this for you. I'm going to ruin professional wrestling. Please do. And uh, our play-by-play today is our actually our producer, Zach. Hey, I do play-by-play sometimes. Yes, Zach has never done this before. No, never. So this is your first time watching wrestling. Yep. Your first time doing anything in entertainment. Yep. Did you ever act in a middle school play? Uh, no, I don't think I was good enough for that one. <laughs> what is the closest you've done to anything <laughs> like this? To entertaining a yeah. worldwide audience, a worldwide, yeah, <laughs> um, my worldwide. To all the Saint Germaniacs at home, what's the closest you've come to this? Have you ever to do like a public speech in grammar school? Oh well, back in uh, college, my first year of college, I took a public speaking class. How'd that go? I showed up one time <laughs> for my midterm, which was a spe- which was a speech on guess what? What pro wrestling. What I'm trying to say is James Mattern canceled today. Yeah. James Mattern called it. uh, So instead, I literally am picking someone who bailed on doing a speech about the thing that he loves to watch the most. (laughs) This is going to be a nightmare. No, Scrape in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I think so. I think you're going to do great, Zach. Guys, it's like the bad news bears this podcast. We've got a lot going against us, but I think because of how terrible these matches are... um, it Good actually, it, 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 yeah, I think it really, it's, it's a bizarre meeting of, uh, of all the worlds here. Um, our first match, Sam, just to give you some background on it, it is Buff Bagwell, which already a great name. This is a picture. Perfect. What do you, what do you, for, we have it frozen right now. What do you see for people? We're about to play the match, but what do you see? What, your first impression of Buff Bagwell. Well, he's got the whole Kogan mustache. He uh, does. He's got a Fu Manchu. Very very built. Very built. Um Hence wearing the buff. his shorts at an awkward length. They kind of look like swim trunks. I think once we pan out those are pants. Okay. But um a background on Buff Bagwell where he is now. I don't know if he still does the Zach. Maybe you can help me. 
after a brief stint in WWE, this is WCW, the company that went bankrupt after WWE bought them. Oh, yes, them. of course. Yes, you didn't know that, but I, <laughs> I appreciate the enthusiasm. He became a male escort okay. in real life. And I've said before, guys, if we get to 10,000 listens on one episode, I will pick a lucky, lucky lady and I will pay for your night with Buff Bagwell. Um, Can it be me? <laughs> I don't know. See, that's the thing. is That's how I know I'm never going to have to pay because I'm pretty sure... It would be if 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 we get to ten thousand listens in one episode, I will pick a rand. And and if you're a woman who wants to have sex with Buff Bagwell, I will pay for it. <laughs> if uh, we get to ten thousand listens, I'll have sex with Buff Bagwell. Uh, Zach will have guys. Zach will have sex with Buff Bagwell. Have you ever been with a man before? Uh, no, Buff would be my first. But I think that's a great what a first. first. What a first. Yeah, I don't. I think he he may charge extra, but I'm not sure. He'd probably treat me right. I think he would. I think he'd probably make you to breakfast in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I think well he also wears like a crazy Dr. Seuss hat in the ring. Um but let's get let's get the background of this match. Buff Bagwell is gonna be going up against Canyon, uh, who is now deceased. Positively Canyon. Positively Canyon, who's now deceased. Um and uh the background of this match is Canyon was stalking Buff Bagwell's mother. Um and Buff <laughs> So WCW, uh Vince Russo was booking at the time decided to book a match called Judy Bagwell on a pole. So during this match, Judy you Bagwell can, no. is on a pole. No. His mother. No. And whoever wins the match gets, gets, his to, mother. gets Jesus. the mother. That's the first one I'm starting you this out with. This is insane. <laughs> However confused you might be right now, yeah. I guarantee you they're what more confused. What is up with wrestling in poles? I feel like everything is whatever on a pole. Or it's like- close to stripping. I think it's. It, I think maybe that's it. I feel like I feel like that's one of the only things I know about wrestling is that there are frequently pole matches. There's pole, yeah. There's a lot. There is a lot of pole matches. I mean, a lot of these dudes look like he looks like a Chippendales dancer, but I don't know because yeah. I've been to a male strip show and they don't really use poles. So I think it's just an easy place to stick some somewhere. <laughs> it's just a high up. It's place just a high up place. Stuff. Maybe I think the first time they were at a mat and they were like, "Oh fuck, what do we got? We got." Chicken wire and pole. All right, chicken wire pole match. <laughs> Nobody was really feeling the bunker match. They like to <laughs> yeah. be able to see the prize. Yeah, it's like we got a mound of dirt, uh, so we're gonna have a mound of dirt match or a pole match. But let's 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 play this. Buff Bagwell backstage. He's looking for his mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is like reverse taken. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like Tony Giovanni had to repeat saying it like for himself to not commit suicide. This is immensely watchable <laughs> so far. All right, there we go. Also, is this the '90s? This is oh yeah, this is late '90s. I think it looks so late '90s. Like it does not look '80s. It doesn't look. It just oh. Judy Bagwell being forklifted to the ring. <laughs> we are all Judy Bagwell today. <laughs> We are all Judy Bagwell today. <laughs> today we are all Judy Bagwell. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Sam, but as Shivani just pointed out, it's not Judy Bagwell on a pole. It's Judy Bagwell on a forklift. Oh, it's on a forklift? Yeah, they call, they kept calling it Judy Bagwell on a pole, but she's Judy clearly Bagwell on a forklift. On a for- That's Canyon. Canyon, Canyon driving her. <laughs> she's on a forklift. Judy looks like all my aunts. Which is kind of like a weird fat joke dig that they put her on a forklift. <laughs> Oh, well. She's uh, not big. Like, she's yeah. really not big. And she's tied to this forklift. This poor woman. And is it, the, now is, it, is, the, is the winner that, like, he has sex with Judy Bagwell? 
Uh, I mean, well, sex I, is the operative term here. I think he just keeps her as his mother. Did she spit on him? I yeah. think so, yeah. Big career break for Judy. In real life, uh, this guy was... Um, uh, in real life, this guy was gay and was closeted throughout his entire career. And oh, then wow. came out right afterwards. Having some mic issues here. So he didn't even want Canyon. Judy. No, he actually... He, he actually he, just wanted her to talk shit with. Everybody knows this match was supposed to be a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. That was my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Ours too. But I searched. This entire second-rate country of Canada. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Insulting Canada. This is Are they in New Brunswick? <laughs> you know what? I've, it depends on where in Canada, because I would say no if you're in Vancouver and Montreal or Toronto, but Calgary, he's got a point. Shut up. <laughs> Canyon was a pretty good heel, I gotta say. Peel is code for bad guy in wrestling. Yeah, I, I did know that. Yeah, okay, I, I assumed he was the heel because he kidnapped a woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With wrestling, you never know. <laughs> wrestling is the one form where Ariel Castro could be a hero. So, bro, this match is now officially a Judy Bagwell. On a forklift match. <laughs> I love how he said forklift. <laughs> on a forklift. Okay, Buff Bagwell's backstage. Oh, he found shit. his mom. He found his mom. <laughs> What's a battle axe? He, call, he called her a battle axe. Really? That's what that is? I don't know what it means. <laughs> a battle axe? Yeah, like she was like a like an old woman who was like very uh, feisty. She would always call him like an old battle axe. Oh, I love that. That's like such a Viking term. All right, here comes Buff. the hero, Buff Bagwell. Thank you, Zach. Zach, you're adjusting great to this. <laughs> now, Buff I've tried to get Judy off the forklift. Oh, Canyon goes over the railing. Very early. I mean, all things considered, I mean, the crowd the crowd wants Buff to get his mom back, clearly. Yeah. I don't know. Now, I don't know. I really wasn't a big WCW fan, so I don't know who wins this match. This is new to me. Please, no I don't spoilers. think anybody ends uh, up. Yeah, knowing. no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> I will Ooh, tell by everyone. the hair. <laughs> yeah, I will tell everybody at the end of the podcast what happened at the end of uh, Better Call Saul though last night, just because I'm an asshole. Canyon <laughs> <laughs> could sell, man. Canyon, it's sad. It's sad to watch. Almost. Yeah, it is. It is. He's an underrated guy. Was he ever involved in anything other than Canadian wrestling? Well, it's an American company, but they do a lot of stuff in Canada. Oh, okay. And he did have a brief run in WWE after it, and it, it didn't. He didn't last that long. Because because it's actually kind of topical. This could be considered North American wrestling. North American. We're going to show you some wrestling on the other side of the uh, on the other okay. side of the world in a little bit. Is that Corey Brooker as the referee? Okay, so there's no disqualifications. That's good to know. What is going on? He's going to the top rope. Well, Kenny just him... nailed Buff Bagwell with a low blow. 
That's called a Russian leg sweep off the top rope. I just couldn't believe that he wouldn't move. Well, if you get just like forearmed in the dick really hard. Why do they call it Russian leg sweep? Is this because it's sneaky? Is that like the why it's derived? No, you're not allowed to touch each other's dicks, right? Oh, normally you, you all. Well, in wrestling, yes, you, yes, you're allowed. I mean, the whole like a lot of the times is like the low blow is like what'll disqualify you, where you do like a fake ball hit. Yeah. And there's a guy who's great on the indie scene, Joey Ryan, who his whole thing is he has a magic dick, so a guy will like grab it and then it'll cause the guy to flip into a backflip. <laughs> that it's it's amazing. That's fantastic. I just saw him. Shout out to MLW. I saw their show at the Melrose Ballroom last Thursday. And was able to see Joey Ryan. Uh, he did not do that trick, but he did do the uh, lollipop one. We'd show you that, but that's too watchable. That's yeah, that's way too, too watchable. watchable. So now the the buckle is off. This is all illegal normally in most wrestling yes. matches. Zach, you're uh, doing great, man. Like a fish, like a fish to water. Oof. Yeah. Oh, he got his foot like on his throat. <laughs> the ref's like, mm, you can't do that. That ref was waiting for his break in WCW, right? He looks like a wrestler. He looks like he, he was ready to wrestle. Yeah, a lot of times what happens to the referees is if they're not big enough. There used to be wrestlers, but if they're not big enough to become wrestlers, they just make them referees. Huh. And, Ooh. Uh, Are there any tiny wrestlers? Yeah, I mean, they definitely have a lot of, like, little people matches. They used uh, to have oh, those. Oh, I don't mean, like, specifically little people. I mean, like, guys who are, like, 5'8". Yeah, eight. like Rey Mysterio is how, what is he, like, 5'7"? I think Rey Mysterio is either 5'5 five five or 5'6. Five oh, wow. yeah. He can't be that much taller. He, I mean, he's unreal. So there there are a couple short wrestlers. Yeah. It's, 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 usually, it's usually in the 6'3 six, three, six, six, three range, right? It's much yeah. more prevalent now for yeah, smaller Canyon wrestlers. Yeah, is taller, but yeah. he's definitely a lot skinnier than uh, the dude whose mommy stole. <laughs> <laughs> The Canyon Clutch. You know, no one gives a shit in the audience when they have a sign that says "Let's Wiggle." <laughs> like when they start having signs that have nothing to do. Unless it was Wiggle a thing? We talked about this in the, in the Greed episode where was there someone else with Wiggle? No, no, no I'm just but saying. No, we talked about the signs. The signs are just—it doesn't like, matter. Really. You know, a promotions in a bad like like if you go to a fucking Lady Gaga concert and somebody's holding up a sign, you know that says like Papa John's it's probably a bad it's it's probably a bad bad news for Lady Gaga so is the Canyon Clutch his finisher or they just called it the Canyon Clutch because I don't want to confuse Sam here I thought Canyon had another finisher He's up. Bagwell He's hulking up. up. Oh, right in the. <laughs> He's firing up now. No hip toss. Canyon just laying in the heat right now. Is that his finisher? No. Okay. So the goal isn't to get Judy. <laughs> it's just to win the match, right? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> you're you're our information guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get the note from the from the back. <laughs> oh, so Kenny got dropped on the buckle that uh -oh. he took off earlier. 
Judy and Al Franken have similar barbers. I was thinking, not that, but it's very top, high up. She almost has a fade in some way. Yeah, she has a fade. Judy. <laughs> I gotta say, man, there's the diamond cutter. Yeah, diamond cutter. No, wow, big <laughs> kick out. He's so dramatic when he's not going down. Oh, there's music playing. Ju- oh, there's What's going on? Going. Is that who? David, David Arquette. Arquette is in this match. <laughs> is making a cameo appearance. <laughs> David Arquette is dressed like he's about to participate in the ice capades right now. I love David Arquette. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did kill Tony with him. Um, really nice guy. That's all I have to say, really. And I saw him at All In. <laughs> oh, I've never met him. I hope I never do. Dave Arquette, big wrestling fan. That's how I feel about anyone who's a celebrity that I like. I'm like, I <laughs> hope I never meet them. They seem great. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Although, met Diane Weiss, very nice. Oh, hits him with a hard hat. The hard hat. Is that it? Does Canyon win Judy? No. No, he's never going to win Judy. <laughs> he can't yeah. win Judy. Was that in kayfabe? Was that his real mom or no? Or I they... think that is his real. That's mother. his real yeah. mom. I'm pretty sure that's. She's his a real great mother. actress. Well, she's just cheering on her son, really. Wouldn't you? Yes. Would... You're suspended from a forklift, and your I mean, son is defending yeah, I think your my honor. Mom would cheer me on. Yeah. Does David Arquette have day. frosted tips here? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, for wow. sure. This is post Scream Three, David Arquette. This is post. Post-world title run, David Arquette. I didn't realize this was post-Scream. Well, because Scream was like 95. Yeah, so maybe we post-Scream 2. Ooh, double blockbuster. Arquette selling like a a monster. And that's it. Buff gets his mom back. Buff gets his mom back. With some crazy-ass hoop earrings. David Arquette looks like he actually got hurt. (laughs) He probably did. He's actually wrestling again on the indie circuit. I saw that. So again, don't meet your heroes. (laughs) <laughs> All right, they're lowering down. Judy Bagwell. They're lowering her down off the forklift. All is well. She is now reunited <laughs> with her loving son. What a hairline on him. Yeah. I mean, after this traumatizing kidnapping, Buff would go on to become a male gigolo. I got to say, Judy Bring was the star of this Judy. fucking... Brought it home. Brought it home. She sold it. She's talking yeah, shit. She's talking, talking shit. trash to the fans. We got David Arquette in this match. Yeah. We got Judy Bagwell. What a surprise. We got the highest male paid escort in Atlanta. Oh my God. Oh, Canyon and Arquette sharing a moment yeah. here in the ring. Oh boy. Oh, he turns on Arquette. Who cares? <laughs> well, that was our first. Wow. In our unwatchable series. Coming in at number two. Oh, is he still married to Courtney Cox? Yeah, they just mentioned Courtney Cox. So Imagine being Courtney Cox. You're on Friends at this point. The hottest yeah. show in the fucking world. And he's getting his ass kicked <laughs> by a guy with long hair like Fabio. All right. Well, a uh, police car just showed up. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's about time to get out our, of it. It's our next match. That, that was also probably for something terrible. Just look up. Um, our next match tonight 
um, that we are going to talk about, guys, is um, something that we need to queue up on the WWE Network. Is it Kennel from Hell? It's the Kennel from Hell match. Um, Zach is Zach is going to queue this up. You can do it while I explain this uh, match to Sam because I do remember the backstory for this. Um, this match uh, is between Big Boss Man, who was a uh, his character was a uh, was a prison guard. Then he became okay. a good prison guard, and then when he came back to WWE, he became like a bad prison guard. Um, at this point, okay. he, he 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 was um, he, you know he in wrestling you go from hero to villain very quickly. Yeah. Um, Al Snow is a character whose original character was that he was a serial killer that carried around a mannequin's head uh, <laughs> and and then became a good guy because that's how wrestling works. I, I love the redemption <laughs> in wrestling. It's very cathartic it, and somewhat honestly inspiring how these, <laughs> how these horrible, horrible men can find ways yeah. to truly earn their way back in the heart of America by simply just hitting another guy. Yeah, Ted Bundy could sell merch at a wrestling <laughs> it's event. It's really wild. It, it's crazy. So the background of this match is Al Snow had a dog named Pepper. Um, who was a tiny, like, I think it was a Maltipoo, and I, someone's going to correct me on this. Do, Zach, do we know what the breed of dog was? No. Okay, it was a tiny dog. It was a tiny white dog. And he would carry it in the ring, and that was kind of his mascot, similar to how Coco Beware, another wrestler, would bring around a parrot. Um, I know all this and somehow still have love in my life. I have no idea why. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Al's, this match, what happened was Big Boss Man abducted Pepper okay. from one of their matches. Got it. And Al Snow was begging to get the dog back. Big Boss Man asked Al Snow to meet him in his hotel room where he prepared a meal. And that meal was made out of Pepper the dog. So he fed Al Snow his own dog. And then then he turned from heel to a good guy. No, they were bad guy, good guy at that point. Okay. Um, No, he was a good guy before the dog thing happened he turned heel that's a what a way to turn heel i think he was always al snow was always a good guy yeah boss man was a bad guy i'm so sorry but if you're feeding someone their dog you're a heel yes he's a oh, bad yeah. guy here. Okay. okay that's definitely <laughs> definitely a bad guy so here here's the the background of the story i'm gonna give you a little bit of what happens during this match so hell in a cell uh which is the match that uh you know everybody in wrestling that's like the ultimate blow-off match two guys or two women that hate each other fight off in a cell because you can't escape it and you can do whatever the fuck you want in the cell. So they decided to have a kennel from hell match where they take the same cell structure and then around the ring... Please don't say this is going to be dogfighting. There will be... There are Rottweilers no. around the ring dogfighting that are supposed to if... attack them if they fall out. Now, what actually okay. happens in the match is... This is... We're going to talk... I, if you can't see it because they try to cover it, but I, I'm going to blow the weed on this. Um, they apparently whoever they got the dogs from, um, because they're all hold by uh, animal handlers. The dogs instead of attacking Al Snow, Big Boss Man, or each other, just started shitting everywhere and humping <laughs> one another. So much funnier. So that's uh, that's how this turns out. We're gonna watch this happen in real time. Al Snow versus Big Boss Man, Kettle of Hell match. They're lowering the cell as we speak. Here's here's the shtick. What does everybody want? Head, and it's a mannequin head. But you know, at that time, it was whatever sort of sex reference you could get. So Al Snow's gonna. Oh God. He's got the shirt. I love it. He's got the shirt with 
with the memory of Pepper. Yeah. What did he love the most? Were people into this? Was this like a very big thing? People were into Al Snow, and the Hell in a Cell was a pretty new thing at the time. This match, though, no one knew what was going to happen, and I don't think anyone expected anything great. At this time, this is what was called the Attitude Era of professional wrestling, of, okay. of the WWF specifically, and the fans would literally eat up anything. They, the, the WWF could have fed them shit on a like, silver was, platter. Like, what was the golden... It Was this like the this, golden This age? is the golden moment of the WWF Attitude Era. Like late 90s? Yeah. Like 98. I mean, I remember my friends, especially my guy friends, being just like obsessed. Well, if you're a theater kid who always wanted to be good at sports, it was the perfect thing because you could tell someone off but do it theatrically, you yeah. know? Here comes the big boss man. Jim Ross uh, and... Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler got Jerry the call. Classic team. Al Snow's kind of cute. Minus the whole dog murder thing. Not a bad looking guy. Well, he didn't kill the dog. Oh, he didn't kill the dog? Who killed no. the dog? No, that, that guy, guy killed the dog. Oh, he, lo- he looks much more like he would kill a dog. Who in real life is apparently one of the sweeter well, One wrestlers. of the sweetest men of really? all time. Yeah. Uh, d- unfortunately, died of a heart attack in his late 40s. Yeah. Wrestling, you he do not like have... like a pretty rough business. business. Yes. You're going to get that common thread through some of these. Yeah, it is kind of depressing that we've had two matches where one of the guys is dead. Yeah. I mean, that's my new stereotype Yeah. for wrestling is that are you watching a match? One of these men is dead. Yeah. I always say, like, living to 52 is, like, 95 in wrestling years. Yeah. Well, your brain is at that point, that's for sure. Yeah, so a lot of these guys get worse CTE than football players. Oh, God, yeah. I can't even imagine. Wow. Do you remember how low that cell used to be? The, the cell top? I hear the object. Oh, I forgot there was a second cage. Oh, God. <laughs> a Rottweiler's about to pop out. Jim Ross, no idea. Also, where the what was with the '90s and Rottweilers? Like, it was. You're right. Ugh, remember so, Red? Remember Red Dog Beer? Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> it's just so crazy how like every decade we pick a dog to make a villain. <laughs> What's our villain now? Pitbulls. Yeah, but then they have like like now like every Instagram celebrity gets a pitbull and they're like, oh, they're sweet. I know, but people, there's still like a lot of stigma. Like, I, I think there's a lot of really sweet pitbulls out there, but um, they've definitely been vilified. Yeah. I still would be a little bit nervous to have a pitbull in my home. I would be a little nervous to have any large dog in my house that wasn't like a golden retriever. Large 100%. dogs can just be scary. German Shepherd, I would be, I would be very intimidated as well. Yeah, I grew up around them, but they're, they can be Uh-oh. scary. Uh-oh. Here comes, Here comes the Rottweilers. So Al Snow, I'm pretty sure, just trapped Boss Man out of the cell. And now he's going to meet the middle these dogs cell. who are supposed to devour him. They had in Japan, they would have matches called piranha matches, where they literally would have tanks of piranhas that you would throw people in. Oh, God. Yeah. Did With anyone die? 
I think did anyone even get bit in those matches? I remember I used no. to get Japanese death matches back. No, th those were those were those were working piranhas. Yeah, those were wor they were working. They them, were yeah. working piranhas. Trained yeah. piranhas. <laughs> I mean, they worked with like C4 Here they come. over there. Too. Here's our first Rottweiler. Does not at all look intimidating. No, they look adorable. Yeah. Look at the size Honestly, of that Rottweiler. Honestly, though. If they're going to start humping and shitting, I think I would rather be bitten. <laughs> He's trying to... So Boss, 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 Man's, Boss, Man's Boss Man's hanging off the steel cage of the, of the middle of the ring. And the Rottweilers... I assume are pissing and shitting right now, <laughs> waiting. Yeah, I, that's why the camera is not. Oh, we yeah, hear we hear a we bark. Hear barking. One of them is lying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's pregnant. They're just like. <laughs> One of them is sniffing the other one's ass. <laughs> just like sweet boys. <laughs> uh oh! Don't fall into this pit of good boys. <laughs> Yeah, don't fall into this pit. He's running away. He's from running the away dog. from dogs that aren't chasing him. <laughs> now the handlers this are trying to chase Al Snow with the dogs. I have been on a set with animal handlers. Yeah. you cannot do this. Like animal handlers are literal. I mean, like I, I, when I was in Superior Donuts, we had these like women who uh, handled the raccoons, and before they went out, these these women were like. Uh, Tough-looking, tough-looking women. And they came out, and they're like, before we bring out the raccoons, <laughs> no sudden noises. I mean, sudden movements or loud noises. And we're like, these are fucking raccoons. What are you going to do if you bring a mountain lion in here? Yeah, I feel like this would never fly now. Oh, absolutely not. They wouldn't even try. I mean, I, I did a shoot with uh, two cats, and, like, they got treated like they got treated so well. Like one gets tired, one starts being cranky. They swap them out. It was like the Olsen twins on the set of Full House. <laughs> I wonder if David Goulier will do a run in during this match. Okay. I hope Arquette comes back. So they're barking at each other. <laughs> the dogs just fight each other. You can hear the crowd is just going nuts. <laughs> they have the, the crowd no is, idea what's going on. The crowd is asleep. I feel similarly. <laughs> like, I was thinking that, how you can't really hear the crowd, but it's because nothing's happening. Yeah, so on a scale dead. of one to Judy Bagwell on a forklift, is how Judy do you feel Bagwell about this The Judy Bagwell match was way better than this. Yeah, yeah I agree. And it stinks. And it stinks. Stinks of dog shit. If they... um. Here's the thing. Like, what if they put if they put the dogs on a forklift? Maybe that would. <laughs> Yo, dogs on a forklift would be the ultimate. And the winner gets the dogs. That's a hell of a prize. You gotta, you gotta respect though, Lawler and Ross trying their best to sell this. I mean, I feel, I feel bad for everybody in this match. Yeah. Hitting him with a cookie tray. They're not even reacting to the shots of the head. Those are nasty, too. Is that real? Yeah. Yes. Well, I keep, uh, the way that his forehead looks, he's the bladed, so he took a razor blade and probably cut his own head. 
I guess they're not bloodhounds. Huh. I guess they're not bloodhounds. <laughs> 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 That's so scary to me. Like, having to cut your own forehead open, like... I would rather just get hit with the actual tray. But haven't you been in a bad show where you're like, oh, fuck, I got 15 minutes left? I'd rather just cut my forehead and fake an injury to get the fuck out of this crap. I have considered faking an injury during, like, a long set in a bad crowd. So Boss Man's now trying to escape from the top of the cell, like, bust through the opening of the top of the cell. He just used pliers. The dogs on the bottom are terrified of what's going on right now. There's no referee in this match? Did he just hit him... He hit him in. He did hit him with the nuts. Oh. Broke him with what? What is that? A stump? It kind of looks like a chair leg or something. It looked like a baseball bat. Yeah. And, but remember, the bossman had those pliers in his right hand. Uh oh. So down goes the hardcore champion. Oh, oh pliers in the ear. Good lord. Bossman's got those pliers around. I always like whenever they're using weapons in wrestling. It just it's too much for me. I yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, like you that's, can that's slap okay, each other and do yeah. whatever the hell you uh, The pliers is like, what are you doing? Anything sharp. Like, chairs are great. Tables are great. Yeah. Even it's like blunt. Anything blunt. It's fine. Oh, uh, Jurgen's doing the heavy lifting on that. He's already got a bad eye. He's already got a bad eye. Oh, my goodness. Another thing is you can hardly see the match if you're in the crowd. You could, we're watching uh -oh. through the Boss fence for some reason, and we can still hardly <laughs> see it. Like, this is a horrific camera angle. Yeah, having gone to live shows with, like, Hell in a Cells and Steel Cages, it's almost impossible. It it's almost impossible. Oh, that's a shovel. Okay. Yeah, it's really hard. It's hard to see. Wow, yeah, that crowd. They just, have, they're they just, don't know just what's dead. On. Whoever loses should have to rescue all those dogs. <laughs> that should be what's at stake. There's a great, great camera shot here. The dogs playing in the corner. I bet it smells horrible. They got emotional support animals for this. They like none of them have <laughs> at once attacked a wrestler. They all have vests. Again, these dogs are supposed to be jumping at the wrestlers, and they're attacking the handlers. <laughs> they're attacking each other. I heard Al Snow yell, "Hey, stupid!" to one of the handlers, as if it's their fault that these dogs don't want to attack. These I gotta people. say, it's their fault, though. Also, this is just a horrible idea. Like, yeah. why would you do it's this just, to these yeah. dogs and these people? Vince Russo, uh, who booked probably this match as well as the last one, his whole thing was shock value. And yeah, I noticed. <laughs> Between the forklift mom and the Rottweilers. Yeah, he's like kind of a gimmick guy. Yeah. I think he's a creative consultant on the Steve Wilco show now. I can't think of a like a match with less state. Maybe like a, a, a Meerkat Manor match. <laughs> okay, so now Bossman's gonna handcuff him to the ring because the, remember the objective is to leave. 
both cages. So at some point, he can't get out. He can't. <laughs> really selling it. Yeah. We just watched him get handcuffed, and then he had to try to walk away just to make sure. Now the announcers are giving up on the match. <laughs> I wonder what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> no reaction from the crowd. This is garbage. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it is garbage. This is garbage. It's I'm red so hot sorry. Garbage. I was honestly really into the mom match. Yeah. Well, so Sam's impartial. She, you're able to win her over, guys. Yeah. And by guys, I mean WWE creative. <laughs> I was going to say Vince Russo because he got one. Yeah, Vince. You're one, one, you're one, one for two. One. <laughs> You're one for two, yeah. Al Snow just busted those. He broke the chain on those handcuffs. Al Snow just busted. Yeah, he did. I think if you listen carefully, you can hear the crowd turning on the match now, as opposed to yeah. silence. They're booing. <laughs> the match they're is the heel. They're just booing the match now. <laughs> oh, that was a good spot. A nut shot. Classic Bret Hart nut shot. A lot of nut shots here. Did There's been so many nut shots. <laughs> Was this America's Funniest Home Videos? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, even that has better editing, you know? <laughs> and no, that was he sold that really well. And there's Head. Okay, Head got a little bit of a pop. You know it's bad when it's severed. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> he just hit him in the head with the head. Yeah, yeah, that's one of his finishers. You know it's bad when, like, a severed woman's head gets the biggest <laughs> pop of the night. <laughs> Ross with maybe the call of the night saying Al Snow pulled his head out of the sack. High drama as they're both escaping the cage. This is like not even just making me question my love of wrestling, but like being in the entertainment industry. Does it make you question how everyone says the Attitude Era was so great? It like. Like the Attitude Era main events were always were always great, and the undercard was always garbage. Well, here's the undercard for you. That's yeah. For sure. Oh, Al Snow's so out. Al Snow's the out. And the crowd, which is not how you win a traditional Hell in a Cell match. Congratulations on being a deserter. Like. <laughs> the crowd rejoicing that this match is finally over. The what dogs was the, rejoicing. What was the main match for this? Like. What for was this, this card? Do you remember? Uh, Zach, you can look it up. Well, actually, yeah, we no, it's right here. here. Uh, oh, it's, oh this six is pack the challenge this match is for WWE Championship. So all the big people were in it, like, like uh, I think The Rock was in it. The Rock, Triple, Triple H, H, Big Show, Kurt no, Angle, maybe. Undertaker, Kane. Yeah, no, I don't think Kurt was in it. I, I would love to see The Rock wrestle. I've never seen it. You've never seen The Rock wrestle? No, I've never seen wrestling. I've seen like a couple YouTube clips. He's never been in an unwatchable match, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> he's we so should, good. We should, we should like maybe show if we have time. Well, or even after, if you guys literally just want to pull one up. <laughs> yeah, just pull one up. Yeah, for this episode, I can't. There are, well, there is that kiss my ass match between their. See, he's trying to run away from the dogs. Still selling that the are not chasing <laughs> He's him. He's running so slow because they're not chasing. <laughs> He's like, you guys are coming, right? The do- oh, so no. One of the dog trainers <laughs> fell on the dog. Oh, I feel so bad for the dog. Uh, very young Michael Cole. Well, that was the dog kennel from Hell Match. Boo. We're on. We gotta pick something up here. I feel like before the depressing one, we have to show. Let's go let's back. See, let's yeah. go to Monster Truck. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm down. This fun. is a monster truck match. A monster truck sumo match. Between uh, 
Hulk Hogan in 1995 and the Big Show. Now, this was before Hulk Hogan became woke, you know, and was caught saying the N-word Is and he went to the w- Boys okay. and Girls Club to I, say some vague apology that didn't like, really mean anything. No, I know that he not. is uh, woke. He's definitely not. Um, but uh, he is uh, in a monster truck for this match. So, um, yeah. and there's a backstory too. This is at uh, this is at Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc '95. Halloween Havoc '99.5, which was probably the third biggest WCW pay per view of the year. Yeah. And it it gets ridiculous. And the whole how do you win this match? Well, it's a sumo match. So there's you're gonna see there's a giant circle, mm-hmm. and they have to push the other monster truck. Out of the circle. <laughs> That's like Rocket League, but for yeah. sumo wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, so so was WCW as big as WWE? At the time, yes, it was. They were they were direct competitors. It was like Coke and Pepsi. Thanks to Hulk Hogan. Then what's yeah. WWF, then? Well, WWF is WWE, but they got sued. This is true by the World Wildlife Wide. Federation. Oh, really? I was Lost. wondering if they would ever get sued. And they couldn't use the international rights, so they changed it to WWE. Okay, so WWF is WWE. So, yeah, the only thing the environment has won in the last 20 <laughs> years is against professional wrestling. Oh, Everything else. Is... Here we go. Oh, here you go. The circle the perimeter here, there are two charges. The vibrations of the truck can make it go off, or you can run over it. Let the disabled that truck, you keep on running them. Into this glass up. I want the truck to be completely out of the ring. That doesn't mean one set axle. That means two sets of axles. So the truck has to be... Hulk Hogan, a clean-shaven Hulk Hogan. Did you see those bumpers coming Oh, I, I, I like, didn't even recognize him. Yeah. Now, I want to be on the top of that truck. He just looks like an Italian guy. Who is this fucking hillbilly they have explaining the rules? I was going to say, out of the... Pe- <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this, is it. this is it. Basically, the rules... What do you think of these monster trucks, Sam? Amazing. So you're on board with this monster truck match so far. I'm super on board. The custom monster truck. I, I have been to monster truck rallies. Oh really? Yeah. I I, I Listen, think I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> what was it like going to a monster truck rally? It was pretty sick, honestly. My yeah. little brother got really into Grave Digger. Oh yeah, he's like the kid. classic. Yeah. And so they came to town, and I went, and it was fun. Gravedigger was he ate the other cars, right? Essentially. Something like that. I don't know, but it was awesome. It was just so much fun to watch giant cars crush Camrys for like two hours. Yeah, they're I love it how they like they make a big deal out of these arenas nobody's fucking heard of. Alright, the match is oh, underway. We're getting started right away. Oh jeez! Wait a minute! This is a YouTube video. Oh, this is annoying. Zack Ryder. Oh no! Guys, we basically uh, (laughs) picked. We we fucked up and we picked something where Zack Ryder does commentary. So we're gonna provide commentary from time to time. Okay, we're back to the match. We'll mute Zack Ryder. Sorry, Zack. Sorry, Zack. I love you, Zack. But come on, this is our show. (laughs) They're going back and forth. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> I love this. Can you tell which one's Hulk Hogan's? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. I think that's pretty easy. <laughs> they have custom-built 
monster trucks and Hogan's <laughs> Hogan is uh, looking really excited. Hogan's got. I honestly didn't even realize that Hulk Hogan knew how to drive. <laughs> I don't know if he does. In general, I think he knows how to like boogie board and jet ski. That's about it. <laughs> That's how he gets to work every day. He just jet skis. <laughs> Oh, Hulk Hogan is almost oh. outside of the securely coned event. This is like beautifully choreographed. It's like ice skating. Yeah. It's, it, it does feel like a slow dance. I think the. Are they connected? I was about to say, I think they're attached at the. Yeah, they're 100% connected to each yeah. other. I, I, I do not think that either of them are good enough at driving yeah. to yeah. stay this gridlock. To maintain this. This is just two cars scissoring. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this match is. Oh, man. Hulk Hogan does not give a shit about this match. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh Hogan's, Hogan's almost, almost out. getting pushed out. Nope, nope. He's got to get, get both. Oh, he got to get both tires out. Both axles. Wait, now he's. This has got to be the most exciting the in-house crowd has ever been. <laughs> oh, Hulk Hogan's getting pushed again. Uh-oh. Nope. Hulk, Hulk, Hogan's uh, monster truck is hulking up now. They're totally attached. You can see the cable attaching the two trucks. This just looks like two monster trucks that were forced to fight but then fell in love. <laughs> like their mom was like, all right, I'm going to connect you two until you stop it. God, wrestling is so fucking awesome and stupid at the same time. I don't know, man. I don't know who's going to win this. <laughs> it's gridlock. This is also how I've gotten to every shitty road gig I've ever done. <laughs> it always takes like 25 more oh, hours. Oh, Hogan's almost out. What? Oh. Explosion. <laughs> I forgot there are electric charges in some of the safety cones. <laughs> I love Hulk Hogan's face throughout this whole thing. He's like, brother, I really hope my acting career picks up. <laughs> he looks so happy. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> oh, come oh, on, Zach. <laughs> we had to mute Zach Ryder. All right, well, I think this match is closing in here. It's closing in? Giant. The Giants almost got Hogan out. Nope. No, Hogan's Hogan's pushing him back. back. Uh -oh. Classic the Hogan comeback. Good time to come back. Of course, doing what has never been done before, and that is not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> oh, boy. He's almost got him. He's got the momentum. He's, got, He's got it. Oh, Hogan wins the monster Hogan truck. Hogan wins. People are somewhat cheering. He got him. The people are cheering. Wow. There's some booze in there, too. Oh, the giant is pissed. He's like, what are you did to my car? I don't think we should get insurance involved. <laughs> I've never seen someone look more unemployed than the big show right now. He's looking at giant he's at, at his job. Now, this is where it gets crazy, Sam. Oh, missed the double axe handle. The big show is choking Hogan out. 
Oh my god, he's, he's gonna throw him off the building. He's gonna He's trying to throw him out off of the building. Oh my Oh no Oh it says oh, the no. giant on the shirt. Somebody <laughs> the sounds sound like they were put in after the fact. Oh, he broke through. No! Oh, my God. No! Here goes Big Show. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Hogan runs away. You're going to want to mute him. Sa- he sounds... He sa- well, by the way, Hulk Hogan sounds way more concerned than when his son like, almost killed his friend in a car crash in real life. <laughs> In this fake monster truck rally, Zack Ryder in a scooter. Okay, so now we're going to skip, right? Who's Zack Ryder? He's another wrestler in WWE, and sometimes they comment. Well, so the to to basically clean up what just happened with that monster truck, because I know you're just dying to know why that happened. Please. There was no reason why that happened. But okay, the main event of this pay-per-view where that happened about 30 minutes before this. How, that wasn't the main event? No, it no, wasn't. it was the undercard. The, well, the co-main event, I guess. The The main event was the same two guys actually wrestling each other in the main event for the world title. So I'm sure you were really concerned about the Giants' I well-being. I was, but how are they going to wrestle? Because that mm-hmm. other guy fell off that cliff. Well, yeah, well. The giant is so superhuman. Yeah, he makes a comeback. This is this is later in the night. The end of the match. As this it, is the end as of the match. Happens. Hulk Hogan can't get the pin because the referee is knocked out. A common theme in wrestling. This is where it gets crazy. We already saw two monster trucks battle. We already saw someone get thrown off a building. Is Jimmy Hart a bad guy? Jimmy Hart is... The, one of the closest friends of uh, Hulk Hogan. He's helping Hulk Hogan. He, real life manager, I'm pretty real sure. Li- in real life, Jimmy Hart took care of all Hulk Hogan's bookings. Oh, but he pushed down the ref. Oh, Jimmy Hart turns oh. on Hulk Hogan, his oh. best friend. Hogan's no not having any of that. No loyalty. And now the Giants up. And he's got him in the monstrous bear hug. Are they hugging? They well, are hugging. They're doing what the trucks did. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan, who is a classic 1990s character, reminiscent of the satanic panic in the 1980s. He's that tiny guy who's kind of, his whole gimmick is being the devil. Is being the devil? I mean, basically, he's like a Satanist. Am I right, Zach? Yes. He led the Dungeon of Doom. Satanic panic was such a interesting phase. Yeah, it's it's... Macho in, Man in America, Ra- like Macho Man Randy Savage and Ooh. Lex Luger coming to the ring. This is Hogan's posse, and that. Oh no! This is a newly introduced character, Sam. Now, what does that look like to you? Here he comes. I don't know. There he is. And now they're both hold- hugging. Hulk Hogan. They're both hugging, gyrating they're, with Hogan. There's so much hugging. <laughs> That's a mummy? Oh, it's Halloween. Yes, it's a mummy, right? That's what it should be because he's drafted in bandages covered in shit. <laughs> so, Were the Rottweilers around? Why is it covered in shit? Not um, no, he is He's supposed to be a Yeti. Oh, God. He so, looks like a mummy. And now, and Lex Luger, I guess, turns bad guy too. What a wild. shit show! <laughs> what the hell no is pun going intended. On? Like 
two people were in the ring, and then now it's eight. It now what it's is, eight people. <laughs> what is up with that? Two people turn bad. You basically watched history with the debut of the Yeti. Is the Yeti recurring? No, they no, gave up on him after that night. That they realized it. that was a terrible idea. Yeah, he was done after that. That was it. That's so funny what sticks and what doesn't. Even even professional wrestling was like, you know what? I think we really jumped the shark on this one. <laughs> and by the way, next week, a jump the shark match. <laughs> we are going to jump a shark while we wrestle. We're going to change the tone a little bit. Um, now, the reason that we're talking about this match is, um, well, Zach, you can give the background. So over, because we, we've been showing you a lot of North American wrestling, the top two, which is WCW back in the day and WWF. But over in Japan, wrestling is just as big. It's 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 a very respected uh, sport even over there. And yeah, they, they, I thought in Japan wrestling was more like athletic. Yeah, it's it's more legit in quotation marks. It's hard hitting. Uh, the guys take it a lot more seriously, and the fans and everybody respects the wrestlers in a much more in a in a big way. Uh, this guy that you're about to see, this Japanese wrestler, his name is Antonio Inoki. And he was basically, to to summarize, Hulk Hogan of Japan, okay. the top guy of Japan, biggest star in the of 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 that. Antonio uh, Inoki sounds like a fake Italian. Well, he's actually Muslim. Huh? Now he is. Is that that's a fun fact of the day? Inoki is yeah, Muslim he, now. Yeah, he, he's he. Uh, what's the word? Converted. He converted to uh, Islam. To, yeah, to being uh, Islamic. I don't know many Japanese. Uh, Muslims. I don't think that happened. I think uh, I think Muhammad Ali got to him, but because uh, Inoki actually fought fought quotations again Muhammad Ali because Muhammad Ali was actually a big wrestling fan as well. Really? Yeah. So Inoki did all these big uh, spectacle matches, and this what we're about to watch uh, is Antonio Inoki versus the Great Antonio, and the Great Antonio was a Canadian wrestler. Well, he's a Canadian strongman, not really a big wrestler. Okay. But. He did a lot of things, and I and I looked it up, and I found this article from none other than one David Shoemaker wrote about him a few years ago. David For- Shoemaker, a uh, personal friend in real life and uh, a friend of the podcast. Right. And, uh, and so, I'm a friend of his podcast. So, a lot uh, of friends. By cor- the way, you're getting targeted ads for MMA classes now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So just to name off a couple of uh, the Grand Antonio's uh, feats of strength. He once pulled a 400-ton locomotive, 20 meters. Well, wow. He ate 25 chickens in a sitting. Not chicken wings. No, just chickens. Straight up chickens. Uh, here we go, guys. Great Antonio versus Antonio Inoki. Now, should we explain like what happens during this match? Yeah, it's, it's we should probably preface, we should probably preface it. Okay, well, what, what happened was in real life, the Great Antonio is, is kind of known as like a sweet guy, you know, um, but he really couldn't wrestle, um, and uh, he was an attraction because he was clearly he was obese, um, and because he couldn't wrestle, Anoki actually started beating the shit out of him during this match. Ooh, for real. So yeah, because in wrestling, when you when you when you when you Fake punch a guy, you're supposed to act like you were punched. Yeah, yeah you're supposed to sell it. The Grand, Grand Antonio does not do that for the great Antonio Inoki, who is, you know, like I said, the Hulk Hogan of Japan. That's considered an affront, and I have to address this a very by big, actually beating you up. A very big disrespect. Oh, jeez. So this is the beginning of the match. 
It's already you look at the guy and you're like, this guy is not well. God, man. Anoki's, Anoki's robes were like off the charts. I think you, they gave Ric Flair's a run for the money. And what a jawline. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, insane. Insane. It looks like he had an implant. Yeah, it's like if like Jay Leno fucked Tony Robbins. And is he now the great Antonio's with like a sheik? Yeah. Like a Muslim sheik. It's basically sheik, yeah. Even though in real life, Anoki is the one who converts. Right. Interesting that- backstory for everybody. <laughs> And to, to translate commentary throughout the match, the commentary team is trying to explain away why the great Antonio isn't very good. They're like, well, his moves may not look very effective, but trust me, they are. Like, they'll say things like that. Yeah. But uh, this match gets unfortunately real very fast. <laughs> Oof. So they're sizing each other up now. Yeah, I feel bad uh, that we're about to watch a man get pummeled. Yeah. You saw Anoki just roll out of the gate there. He, he takes this very seriously. Man, this is just depressing to watch already. Knowing what's going to happen, yeah. I mean, there's just, something about, like, when you, like, you can I mean, almost, does he, like, murder him? Oh, you'll see. Yeah. There's something about, like, a re- like, there's something about wrestling obese versus, like, actual obese that, like, where I was like, this guy, I just want to get him a nutritionist, you know? Yeah, he's not, like, viscera or, uh, no, and you're just like, oh, oh man, man, this guy's... <laughs> One of the worst headlocks Anoki ever. a headlock. And Anoki just walks out of it. He doesn't even care. You can tell Anoki's... Anoki is getting legitimately pissed off. Yeah. He's in a bear lock. Antonio is not selling. You got you to gotta wonder what, what was planned. Because obviously Anoki's selling for him a little bit. Showing how strong the strong man is. Anoki's gigantic, though. Oh, he and doesn't sell is. the drop kick. Oh now, this my is God. where he gets pissed off. Yeah, he looks furious. Yeah, because yeah, he could have just went down and it would have been... He's uh, not fake selling. No, he's, yeah, he's not acting at all. He's, he's, t- just, he's telling him to punch his big fat stomach as if he can't feel the pain. Oh, he's, he's, not, he's not getting a body slam with him. Puts him in a headlock. Again. Clearly, this is just really bad improv yeah. right now. He pushes him. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's so much miscommunication going on now. Okay, he's not selling the kicks. Antonio, oh, my goodness. This is very disrespectful. And a culture based on respect. Japanese wrestling culture. Okay, now he starts kicking him. He's not selling. There's always some ominous chic. Here's the mistake of great Antonio. Ooh. That looks like it hurts. Yeah, he's really clubbing him in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, what is he doing? Oh, that was real. And now it's real. And now it's real. Now Noki's ready to fight. So Not when wrestling gets real. This is when it actually does get real. He's just actually kicking him in the head. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. But he just knocks him out. <laughs> No, he's not getting up. He's busted open. They declare him the winner. They just end the match abruptly. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was horrific. Ugh. Oh, man, they can't even get him up. That's called getting uh, getting color the hard way, which means, like, <laughs> when you when you get blood and you don't have to raise your blade and someone actually just beats the blood out of you. Yeah. 
I mean, this is that's this basically is it. No, that's that it. Was... Yeah, he, he just. Well, we included it. He bleeds and out in the ring. Part of the reason that we included it is um, afterwards, uh, Antonio ended up homeless. Yeah, he was uh, eventually homeless. He was Which selling one? photos on the guy who just got his head kicked in. Yeah, the guy that got beat down. Well, because they're both named Antonio. Yeah, well, that was well, confusing, wasn't it? Yeah, Anoki and Antonio. <laughs> Very confusing. Um, and well, I uh, thought it was Great Antonio and then Antonio Anoki. Yes. Yes. Now Muhammad Hussein Inoki. Okay. For those. Muhammad is curious. He re- yeah, he really con- he, he really, really went there. Yeah. He really really converted. Uh, wow. He lives here. Lives in New York. I thought he still lived in Japan. I'm uh, pretty sure he moved here, yeah. Him and Bischoff are still really close, right? I I, I would assume so. When did the great Antonio pass away? Uh that was in I think it was early 2000, 2003. So 3 out of 4 matches have had dead wrestlers in it. Yep. And Inoki's dead too, right? No, I don't. He's, he's still, still alive. Yeah, he's okay. Still going. Yeah, we'll know when he goes. We'll know when he he's goes. A, he's a he's a pretty popular name in the wrestling business. All right, now to to round this off, we'll end it on a high note. End it on a high note. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump versus fake Rosie O'Donnell. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it's uh, now every once in a while WWE tries to uh, be, be political, be political, and also like do oh. some sort of SNL sketch. And but this here's was, the thing: this wasn't political because this is 2007. Well, I guess it wasn't political, but it was during that time where like Trump and Rosie O'Donnell were calling each other out, like on either The View or on oh yeah, like or pop, Trump on Twitter. Pop culture, yeah, yeah, it was right before Obama. This is actually right before Trump, because Trump was always a piece of shit. But this is right before he turned into a crazy piece of shit. Um, so it was around 2007. This was like right before the birther stuff and everything else. Oof. Yeah, it, it everything you guys just said, it happens like maybe like two months before this, and then the WWE tries to jump in on it. To our Republican listeners at home, because I'm sure there's a couple, um, I'm not a blind liberal. I kind of like Nikki Haley, and she's out, so I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what positive thing to say. Um, yeah. So that's what we're gonna. We're gonna and go. if you want to watch Donald Trump get his comeuppance, don't watch this match. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> Linda McMahon and Donald Trump are uh, close personal friends, and so is Donald Trump and Vince McMahon. So uh, this doesn't end well. Do we have any background on who's playing Trump and Rosie? Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell was actually played by uh, an N- a former NWA Women's Champion. An indie wrestler. Oh, that's so sad that this is the shot she gets. And the real fun fact for for you, I don't think Sam's going to care one way or the other. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump is played by Ace Steel, the trainer of CM Punk. Really? Yep. The guy that trains CM Punk is is Donald Trump. Wow. Now, there's a lot of trash talk going on here from fake Donald and fake Rosie. This truly is. I, I think this... For me, whenever wrestling tries to be funny, it's like the most unwatchable. So, uh, you know, tr- here's the thing. Trump was fat at this time in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. So Rosie getting Fudgy the Whale over there on the commentary Is that what table. it was called? That's Fudgy the Whale. Was, uh, That's a Fudgy the Whale, yeah. <laughs> this poor fucking woman. This was the point where Jerry Walver was wearing Ed Hardy t-shirts. Oh, God. What is Fudgy the Whale? Was that? It's so like a Carvel cake. Oh. Yeah. I never had Fudgy the Whale. Was it good? It's chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to get my uh, my, my I used to get free Carvel because my friend. Uh, oh yeah. 
Yeah, we would we would smoke a lot. We would smoke a lot of weed and then like eat Carvel together. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was it was actually the best time. That felt like good time. That was actually the peak of my life. Everything else has been slowly downhill since. And you never went for Fudgy the Whale. The guy playing Donald Trump kind of looks like Putin. (laughs) He does a little. I gotta say, Ace Steel really sold for Fake Rosie. Uh, So funny. Back little background on them hiring a steel to do this specific thing. Yeah. Apparently, he was like he was uh, popping Shawn Michaels and Triple H big when they were rehearsing this. And oh, and that's why yeah, he was doing this shtick. And because one thing you know about Triple H, Shawn Michaels, they know funny. Yeah, they definitely know funny, especially in this time. They, and also, right after this, they had a Hillary versus Obama match when the primaries were going on in 2008, oh which was uh, just as embarrassing. They're wrestling of the classic 80s, you know. Face heel. Yeah, exactly. So Trump is definitely a good guy in this match. He's the face, yep. Now he's going to hulk up The here. crowd could not give a shit less. Just booze throughout the entire arena. Yeah, I've noticed that um, WWE fans have uh, no reservation about telling you that they hate what is going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have never... I've never been to, like, a football game and had people just openly boo their team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. WWE will do that. Um, although Giants lately, the way that Eli's been playing, <laughs> I, 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 you know, the thing about WWE too is that like it, it's it's a crazy organization in the sense that like you know Vince McMahon, Melinda McMahon, obviously huge Republicans, and for a while most of the wrestlers were Republican, and now it's about split, where you know like half of the athletes are really anti-Trump and half are pro-Trump. And the audience itself is really split um, because you have like huge crowds that are from Chicago, from New York, and from Los Angeles, who are obviously Democrats. And then you have, uh, you know, like the traditional Southern Midwestern fan is going to be for Trump. But like. Rosie's gone rogue. Rosie's gone rogue. It's a pretty good line. Vince McMahon looking shocked. Yeah. And then you also have a large Hispanic demographic. You know, who doesn't hate Trump unless they're in Florida, which, and that's about split. Um, just because of the Cuban population there. Yeah. But so it's, it's weird, like, political skits never go over in WWE because it's one of those things where no one in the crowd wants to show their WWE affiliate, like their political affiliation, because they're nervous the other side of the crowd's going to kick their ass. Yeah. The, they definitely don't come for this. You know, and this is one of these things where you cannot blame the performers. No, they're selling it. No, they're going they're doing, hard. The performers are both doing wonderfully. Well, you also got to take into account it here. It just kind of sucks. This doesn't yeah. happen often, but literally Vince McMahon himself is sitting ringside watching, like on camera watching this match as if to tell the fans, like, yeah, I'm making you do, I'm making you watch this. You're going to watch this regardless. And, and also another thing is that, like, Trump and Rosie O'Donnell, whether you like them or not, are incredibly watchable. You know, like yeah. they're very charismatic in, and so in some ways, in, a, in the way a hospital fire is charismatic. But like you, like you watch them, and you know, there's a reason that both of them are fucking stars. So when you have two people playing him, it's like it's almost oh. like a weird civil it's war like reenactment. Like off-brand, like honey Cheerios. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a cereal bag yeah. match. Oh, too God. much weight he couldn't buy. Too much slam. weight. The the woman on yeah. the man who is playing someone who's well past <laughs> 250 pounds. Like. 
Oh, landed on her knees first. What That's is Donald funny. Trump's build weight? It is. It is honestly <laughs> now. I'm a little offended that they have a large woman playing Rosie, but they have a tiny man playing Trump. Yeah. It's Rosie's cake. He's also he's. This oh, is horrible. Geez. Yeah, it's awful. This is horrible. Oh. Just classic WWE. Also, his Trump isn't that good. No, it's not. Like I, I was complimenting their selling, and they are, but his impression's not great. Also, we're in an age where everybody can do a really good Trump impression. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Anthony and Tamanek's the best, but like. Yeah. Mr. Trump. Did he miss? No, he he hit her with the, the hair. With That's the, the joke. <laughs> yeah. And he wins. The polite golf <laughs> laugh. <laughs> They're like, I guess it was good. I think the reception to the Barack Hillary one was worse. I think the crowd really turned on that one. Surprisingly, I recalled the crowd being much less into this match than they actually were. Did they use Ace Steel to play Trump again? I don't think. No, he never came back because the actual Trump started showing up in on Raw. Well, he, did he shortly come up after for this? this? No, he was before. It was right around 2007. 2007. Yeah, this was January. And Vince McMahon shrugging. Uh, like, yeah, that happened. Well, this has been our first edition of the Unwatchables. Um, Sam. Shockingly watchable some of them okay so yeah like let's let's do a post-mortem here what was watchable what wasn't i also love that like if you like wrestling it's also jordan peterson connor mcgregor (laughs) (laughs) um what what for you was watch so what was watchable what was dog shit um no no pun intended okay so my favorite match of the day was our first one the the judy Judy forklift was so much fun uh it was weird um, but it was a blast, I thought, uh, and it had real stakes, and uh, I wanted him to get his mom back. You know, yeah, that's you, you hit the the nail on the head with the uh, the stakes because it it was out of all these options, Je- that was without a doubt the best <laughs> match. One was super sad. Uh, one yeah, I actually, I honestly felt guilty watching that guy get the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, I mean, like, I part of the, you know, I was even debating before we did the podcast. I was like, this isn't gonna be fun, <laughs> but like, it is unwatchable. Um, it's definitely unwatchable. It falls in the category. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I would have to say the Judy Bagwell match not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Um, and just for you, Sam, uh, we're gonna show every Stone Cold Stunner. To, uh, <laughs> to the rock to give you an idea of how great of a performer the rock is well yeah you get both you get a twofer here because stone, stone cold's one of the best ever what's what's turn this what's yeah. turn this volume Just off the commercial um this is how great these these two were the top guys in wwf and um this is uh was stone cold steve austin's finishing move and how the rock would sell it And as you see, as they go on, this, the way The Rock reacts gets more dramatic <laughs> as it goes on. And just compare. This is classic. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, rebounds. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> full on back. He yeah, full is, on does the worm. Yeah, this is why you watch wrestling. It's just, just convulsing. Place. <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. yeah. 
Here we go. <laughs> Love that backflip. <laughs> He's trying to get a, he's trying to get a rock bottom. Here we go again. Ooh. Oh, he couldn't get it. That's perfect. Has the rock gotten bigger? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's, so much he's on all the shit now that see now he's leaning. This is why I love wrestling, it's this shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's, and then classic. Uh, And Stone Cold would always give him the flips off at the end of it. That was the first one right there. The, the his, first his one where first he really oversell, pops. yeah. This is where he's on camera. <laughs> he gets a stutter. Oh, man. There were a lot more than I remembered. <laughs> okay, this is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. This is why you watch wrestling. Oh, my God. He likes oh, and he bounced back. <laughs> he's doing a handstand. <laughs> I love Whoa. that. I love the handstand. <laughs> that that just the idea that you're so injured you have to become vertical. We only have like how many more minutes? We have 25 seconds more of of Stone Cold Stunners. We have just watched so many. <laughs> oh, that was a that, that was a slow a serious sell. <laughs> the little bounce at the end. I love the. Oh, this is a great one. <laughs> launches himself across the ring. Oh, there we go. What a treat. Well, I gave you a little bit of maybe you'll come back, you know? <laughs> well, you that, compare the reactions of all the ones we just showed you, and then that. That's uh, that's wrestling at its peak. Well, here's a here's an interesting question. Zach's got to get out of here in a second. Sorry, I'm, he, he's paying for parking, so I'm going to have to pay him a little extra. <laughs> uh, that's how much this podcast is making. Uh, but would you... Okay, so you just watched the worst of wrestling. Yeah. Is the worst of comedy worse than the worst of wrestling? No. Maybe. Yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Because even when, like, even when wrestling's really bad, people are still fake hitting each other. And there's <laughs> no fake hitting in comedy. <laughs> just, just bad opinions. <laughs> so here we have it, folks. As we've said before, comedy still worse than wrestling. <laughs> Sam, where can we find you? Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, if you type my name, Samantha Ruddy, and it'll come up. My handle Samly Matters. I need to change it, but I haven't been able to secure my own name. Um, well, that was a depressing backstory for that. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. DanStangermain.com, I think, was like a chemist, so I have like the dot .net. DanStangermain.biz. globe. Um, guys, uh, you know, I have my dates on my website, dancedangermain.net. No Real Winners Here is my album. Please purchase it. Buy his album, please. Thank you. Um, and Zach? I'm all total F and marks, guys. Just share this. All right. Well, I appreciate you plugging, uh, the, the podcast they itself. just listened to. Um, guys, <laughs> just, uh, just an update. I will be, we will be off next week. Uh, I have a family vacation I must attend to. Um, and uh, then we'll be back the week after that. So stay tuned. Thanks. Thanks for listening.